Welcome everybody, this is Harry, Young Brother Better Preach, we're here with Beyond the Walls, I'm here with my man One. Yes sir. D. You. Rico. Saka Fett. And Wendy. Hello, hello. Man, we're here today, little current event to let y'all know about, wash your hands, Corona's out there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Alright. Not hand we're sanitizer not gonna say much either, more about baby. <laughs> we're not going to say much more about that. 30 seconds, sing happy birthday. Alright, hot water with the soap. Okay. <laughs> about the Louis Maschetti, no? The Louis, oh, Louis, Louis Maschetti, the VIX for mm. all my Latino folks. Cough and mm. sneeze into your arm, please, there not you your go. hands. <laughs> that, all that good that stuff. That makes your arm mad moist. You ever tried that? It's funny. Coughing um, into your arm. Yeah. Nah. Uh, I do, actually. All, all the things that fight coronavirus they told you in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The, the basics, right? <laughs> Don't forget your ginger ale. And y'all still having unprotected sex. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Great segue for relationships. Huh? <laughs> Take it away, Wendy. <laughs> so if you are on social media and you follow Humans of New York, there was a story that went out about Bobby and Cheryl. I read it. Um, Bobby was a guy who broke free from jail in his younger years, lived in the South, moved to New York, met Cheryl. They got married. Bobby gets rearrested some 20 to 40 odd years later mm. of marriage. But um, throughout the story, um, it's all Bobby's perspective. Towards the end, we get Cheryl's perspective. And Cheryl talks about how she's been in this marriage for 20 years with this man who's um, emotionally unavailable, um, which um, she paints a picture of a scene where she's in church crying on her knees, saying, asking God, telling God she cannot do this any longer because there is no closeness, there's no affection. And so today we are talking about this concept of struggle slash suffering, enduring mm. hardship for a relationship, mm. which is clearly not working. But, you know, also religiously, when we look at it in the church, more than often, it's often the woman who is given this burden to fast and pray on this relationship and change this man and ask God to help this man change. And so we're looking at the aspects of suffering for love. Hmm. What was it that you posted on, um, on social media? What was it that, what was it that you were commenting on? So, um, I posted on my professional page. Something about healing. Yes. There was a post from a man and it was shared and applauded by women like in enormous numbers. But basically it was like, imagine like pretty much, pretty much playing the person sent to heal you. And so my response clinically was, you know, this, this toxic um, thought pattern that women are here to help men heal and change them and walk them through this process, hmm. teach them how to love and teach them how to be better partners, all on the back of these women who are struggling sometimes themselves. And, you know, I was getting such a huge reaction on my page and women were inboxing me, telling me about these relationships that they've been enduring. And, you know, it, it, it was a lot. And so even in 2020, here we are like today where it's Women Empowerment Empowerment Month and women have advanced in so many different ways. But I feel like I don't want to stereotype the black woman 
but I feel like women have been convinced in some way that it is our, you know, cross to bear these these type of relationships that's not reciprocal, that the woman is not fulfilled, but the whole um, time in this relationship, it's spent trying to fulfill, trying to heal, trying to mold, trying to make this man, this marriage, this relationship, often enduring, you know, heartbreak. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, I, it just still bewilders me that, I mean, I personally have been given advice like, Oh, you're not praying hard enough on this relationship and past relationships. I was in. I'm like, like what? What? That's not, like, that ain't the right advice. Did you tell him he's not <laughs> praying hard enough? Like what? Like why do I have to be the one to pray hard enough for this thing to work? And so you know, I, I think one of those things is because women dominate the ter- the church population. Factual. You can't you can't get many men to show up to church uh, these yeah. days sometimes. But and then you would think it would be more, all right, women, we're not putting up with this ish any longer, I, but it's not. It's, I think they don't one use of the things, ish in church either. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think I think one of the, uh, one one thing that I thought about when we were talking about this in the thread is I feel like subconsciously, I think women sometimes subconsciously like having uh, a guy who's rough around the edges. I think they're something i don't know there's something about that that attracts them that whole like project thing like oh i can fix him and like when he's with me we like, don't he can say that i changed they you it's say that how you say project. you say that but i feel like women they say that but they go we they don't. still go after the i don't know i just hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel I feel like, listen here there's, not, two, there's two there's two things i wanted to say real quick one is um, we have a woman here, so her view on this is probably going to supersede ours. For sure, 100%. Two, H, I actually know what you're touching on. Mm. Um, uh, uh, D, my wife, she uh, <laughs> she described a funny meme to me, which is uh, somebody, this was years ago, and she was pointing out, like, yo, this, the meme said, like, yo, for, all, for every dude out here on social media screaming about they only mess with bad um, chicks, it's a whole lot of non-bad chicks having baby showers, right? Mm. Yeah. So mm. the funny These are facts. Right, right, right. Yeah. So That's the, the percentages, it, guys. And it, and it legitimately made me LOL. And so there's a thing that's happening right now in this moment that's similar to that, which is H is pointing out something and Wendy's saying, no, it's not true. Mm. But we all know attractive scumbags who have many baby mamas. Yes. Right? Yes. So if, if, <laughs> if what Harry's saying is not true, hmm. then attractive scumbags shouldn't have so many kids with so many different women. So, right? okay. I feel like women don't mind being in the trenches with a man who is like-minded. And oftentimes men present themselves as like-minded, hmm. right? You know, I'm not there yet, but I'm working to get there. All right, fine. I could work with that. We could we could get there together. Right? Yeah. And then sometimes it falls the right where one partner is forgetting. I'm not gonna say it's the only women. Men find themselves in this situation as well. I've known many men to leave relationships where the woman is just staying stagnant and not moving while the man is kind of elevating and wanting his partner to elevate with him, but they're not doing it, but men are quicker to be like, all right, all right you know. Pimp C would call that person a simp. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel what you're saying because women feel like when a woman has certain troubles, men are quick to drop them. And 
or like like you like when uh I don't know I'll take for example Sandra Bland like you know she got you know killed in prison and like women felt like men weren't uh like uh they weren't speaking up or they weren't stepping up to the plate to like defend their women when when a Trayvon gets uh, gunned down when a Eric Garner gets choked out like women come in droves and protests and they come in fight for their men but they feel like men don't do the same for them like in in a struggle mm -hmm. it, when it comes to relationships like if if there's a girl that's too flawed that oh, I'm dropping her like I'm gonna get something better when women they'll they'll sure. they they have like this love this attachment that kind of will make them kind of like fight through this you know i don't believe in this when it comes to abuse mm -hmm. or when it comes to infidelity or any anything that falls mm -hmm. into into those lines whether it be verbal abuse or anything like that if you being abused verbally or physically or if the man's cheating all the time you got every right to leave i that, think what it boils down to is something that you're bringing up as well as nature versus nurture um everybody kind of views things in a different way it's, i'm just speaking i don't know about other men but for me growing up Going after woman, it was just a hunt, right? Yeah. It's not even, it's just a hunt, conquering yeah. and so on and so forth, I got right? These numbers, I exactly. got that number. And I'm not a woman, so I can't speak for a girl. But having conversations with women and that are in these type of relationships, it's always I can change him, like the project thing, right? Yeah, I can. That's just their nature to do so. I can change. I can nurture this person into who I, can, I think yeah, that I can they love can them be to and the, so and so the, forth, the right? Person they um, can and be. just like you said, if it's a dude and shorty ain't really following along, I'm out of here, baby. What's the next type of thing, right? So it's just kind of a nature versus a nurture thing in my perspective. So let me pose this question. Seeing how you gave this example of nature versus nurture and mm -hmm. Harry gave this, you know, project thing. And Rico made a point about you know we're looking at the haitian like church system because that's where pretty much most of us grew up oh they stay so let's take it back <laughs> to religious institutions mm -hmm. um and it's unfortunately not only in the haitian you know mm -hmm. church system yeah you know you see a lot of um i i, I was gonna say non-american but even in like some of these southern baptists you know don't even matter the race you find this um culture mm -hmm. of staying and praying for yes. your partner mm -hmm. to change them yes um i remember when i so when i was in school um i had a professor who referenced this and i, I this was in seminary school i had a professor who referenced um this as a theology of suffering mm -hmm. that um we have been taught in some churches in some scenes mm. that suffering kind of equals this holiness christ suffered so mm. i must suffer in order to be christ like the the spirits long and, suffering um his <laughs> name was Do dr polishuk and he was like you know that kind of defeats the purpose of christ taking the cross yeah if we're supposed to keep suffering then why did he take the cross exactly. by his stripes like, why yeah, did here. he die yeah. if we were supposed to suffer and so you hear like oftentimes people say like well this is your cross to bear and you know well you marry this person or you chose this partner and you guys were unequally yoked so now you have to bear with this unequal yokeness in yeah. order to continue, you know, I, I get what you're saying. For the glory of God. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that's so such a dangerous ideology to have when it comes to abusive and inf like uh, unfaithful 
partners. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to those two things, like if it's something where he don't pick up his socks off the floor, you're going to have to long suffer with that because you've been to his house. His socks was on the you floor when you were dating. That's what you chose. But he was fine and everything like that. So you that you married that. All right. He don't do dishes. You married that. You know what I'm saying? Or he don't do this or he don't like you married that. But when it, again, when it comes to uh, things of uh, of abusiveness or he or she's cheating all the time, it's it's okay to cut the cord. But if I was your pastor, I'd be like, hey, it's time to it's time. There to are pastors and deacons and deaconesses like saying, no, you have to go back to your husband. Nah, right. like, you they acting up too. Let's, let's, let's get to the uncomfortable yeah. truth, right? Uh -huh. Um, one is. There's a lot of awful theology out there. Absolutely. Big facts. Right? <clears throat> there has been decades of terrible teaching um, from yeah. people who carry Bibles and wear suits. Yeah, mm -hmm. slavery. Um, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Right? Like, Starting there, with know, that, there, huh? there yeah. were many Bible passages uh, handled out to, to um, excuse me, cited to justify slavery for centuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which were completely false. Fast forward to, to, to 2020, right? Um, the question Wendy and a lot of women are rightfully asking is, um, how much is too much? Mm. Um, is a, a, and I hate the fact that Bill Cosby ruined this example, but <laughs> is, is but a hux, is a, is the path to a huxtable marriage, um, decades of, of misery, right? Um, now, Here's a couple of realities that us guys, especially um, us because we're all of similar ages, is the women of our generation are not down for decades of misery. Nah. Right? Uh, no. Yeah. Our mothers. They were. The generation before that, the generation before that accepted that. Word. You know what? Yeah. Up until this guy's libido uh, slows down, there's just a lot of shenanigans we're going to have to deal with. And real quick. I wanted to. I think one of the factors of that is the fact that, hmm, like, do I let go of my husband and I have to fend for myself against the KKK, or <laughs> do we stay together and tough it out? But even, but even, but even post KKK and 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 um, you know, physical dangers. The yes. reality of situations, yeah. society has changed. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. There was a time that the apex of womanhood was. Are, do you have a satisfied man and well taken care of kids at your house? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you run a university? Cool. Do you got a man? No, mm -hmm. you're a bum. Yeah. Like, oh, These are true. Yeah. Oh, you're a cardiologist. That's amazing. How many kids do you have? Exactly. None? Yeah. Uh, you're useless. Yeah, right? You ain't yeah. doing nothing. Um, today, that's not the case, right? right. The nope. apex of womanhood, one could even make the argument is, is like, oh, you have healthy kids and a, and, a ha and a satisfied husband. You have no career. You're a bum. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, the reality yeah. situation is naturally the question becomes how much, how long and how much does a woman have to endure um, before it is okay for her to say, you know what, I'm good on this. Mm. I feel a woman's confidence is gained by um, her surroundings, right? Mm. Um, her brothers, her uncles fathers stuff like that um because they could see the picture or the example of what they could deal with later on in the future if they see around and that this is not what i grew up watching in my household or around me mm -hmm. then they would 
be less likely to deal with that BS. Right. But if they see that their uncles are cheating around and their yeah. fathers treating treating their mothers like crap, yeah, drinking, drinking, and their brothers are treating their girl, girlfriends like crap, this it's like normal. maybe this is normal. Yeah. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to go Learned through before. Behavior. Yeah. Right. There you go. You know. So I, I definitely have told men in my past relationships like. I have a good father, so I don't know what you're doing. I'm not there. Right, right. I'm not You're there not with yeah, I got yeah. a good dad at home. Yeah. He's a good husband to my mother. He's Both my brothers are over six foot. Children. <laughs> like, I'm not used to this. So, yeah. But like, yeah. I, I guess I was also surprised how many women in under that Bobby and Cheryl story were just like, what a love story. Oh my God. This is so great. And I'm just like, Yo. this woman was on her knees begging God mm. to change her husband because she couldn't take it anymore yeah. after like 20 years of marriage. Yeah. Like, how is this the love? Like, how is this relationship goals? Like, how? Truthfully speaking. Good loving too, though. Truthfully you know, she was like, well, he's kind of better than a lot of other people I had. So true. let me hold it. Let me relax oh. and stay with him for a while until libido joint don't pop <laughs> we don't anymore. we there's no there's no in this story she doesn't say anything about abuse or anything like that so yeah. i was gonna no no no, no. Yeah, yeah. Emotional. Emotional. Abuse is abuse. but i was gonna say there's women who are dealing with this who've whose men haven't gone through that of going to jail it's just that's let's just I, let's just for the sake of the yeah. audience right the bobby and what's the name bobby cheryl. and cheryl the bobby and cheryl story ends with him eventually coming back and them reconciling, and mm -hmm. um, although uh, things aren't perfect, they're working towards having a, a better uh, marriage than before. So, you know, it's important to kind of give a complete picture of this particular story. But so, let me just yeah. add to that. In, in this um, new part of this marriage, Cheryl says, you know, she told him, like, all right, we're going to do this, but I'm not walking on eggshells no more. I'm not, right? She had she her that, yep. things that she was no longer going to put up with or do for them to move forward um, in this marriage, which took 20 years for her to get to that point. Here's the thing, okay. though. She, it sounds like Cheryl has adopted some new school values, but she's married in, to an old school man. Mm -hmm. Very true. Like, the reality situation is, like, and again, this isn't me justifying, but it, it, it is something that comes to mind from time to time where I go, okay, there was a time when a, a dude was just, it was accepted that men would work hard, yep. come home, take care, yep. take care of certain things. And after that, you figure it out. You give me my space, you leave me alone, whatever the case may be. And that was just one of those things. So whenever you saw women back in the day saying, I got a quote unquote good man, what she meant was this is a dude where Who pays he the bills. comes home seven days a week. Mm -hmm. He takes care of paying the bills. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, what's his favorite color? I don't, what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He yeah. don't talk to me about no colors. I, I give him food. He watches his sports and he goes to bed where now women go, no, I'm not going to quote unquote walk on eggshells. But in fairness to Bobby, because these are older people, by the way, it's yeah. important to point that out yeah. as well. Yeah, Bobby's from a generation. Real quick, because I, I I heard a, a breakdown of the thing. This dude Bobby had a rough childhood. He did. Yeah, he did. Right? yeah, that's true. Did. All right. Yeah. Again, not to justify his current actions or whatever the case may be, he committed, I believe, a violent crime mm. and uh, ended up going to jail. 
due to good behavior, he was able to get, um, again, this is how old he is. They allowed him to leave the prison in regular yeah. clothes and do like a regular job. Right? Yeah. yeah. So this is way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, this is way back in the <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. And on one of these occasions, he took off running yeah. and was able to get on a bus and went straight to New York and establish a life mm-hmm. in New York. And he met uh, Cheryl, who was a very young woman at the time. And, you know, they've had a relationship for decades and decades. But this relationship was centered around the fact that Bobby just not going to talk to you that much. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna be here. I'll give you a card and candy on on Valentine's Day. I'll take you out on your birthday and get out my face. Other than that, yeah. yeah. Um, I I also wonder if Cheryl's age had a lot to do with her kind of accepting the situation. Like when when you're younger yeah. and you don't date, right? Yeah. You don't date like different guys to see what you like what you don't like what you mesh with right you kind of meet one person and marry them and so that becomes normal Mm -hmm. like oh i guess this is what relationships are supposed to be like because this is what mine is like and it's not until you know maybe you look out and see like oh well they're talking and laughing and happy and he actually don't like right and so i wonder um i'm pretty sure like her age played a part Mm -hmm. in her um, willing to put up with the situation. I can't right. think of the word I'm looking for. Being right a now. sucker, tolerate, <laughs> tolerate. Yes, yeah. her being able to tolerate the situation, not being, not. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say Cheryl was a sucker. Yeah, but at the time, she could have been like, I just want a man right now. Like, I want someone to take care of me, and that's what he. Maybe that's what he did, and she loved it. It's no, it's because it's I not. I mean, the standards were pretty low back then. Yeah, the standards were low. But low. the reality yeah. of the situation is, yeah. There is a, there's an understanding of what a healthy marriage is yeah. in 2020 that yeah. wasn't the case no. in 1970. It wasn't. You're, wait a minute, your it husband wasn't. helps you clean? What do you wow. mean? What That's do you mean crazy. he helps you clean? I was gonna say, what do you mean? Hold he on, he puts the kids to bed too. Event? Wow. Yeah, yeah, like right? he lets you like tell him about tell you about his whole your your whole day. So the fresh not fresh. Hold on, he lets you see the account too. I was about to say. <laughs> oh, That's crazy. What do you mean? <laughs> you have your own car? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it can be a little um, frustrating to see uh, 2020 values being applied to 1960 relationships. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's 2020 women still, like, cheering this sort of setup yeah. on. Yeah. Like, woohoo! Like, relationship goals. Real so, love. so, hold on. Were they, were they cheering the entirety of the relationship or the ending in which the they success. go? The success. The ending in which they said, you know what? We've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Let's give this a, a, a try. Yeah, I don't know. When I think you it's, read I, the comments under that original post yeah. on Humans of New York. Yeah. They were like, "Yes, they, girl." They were like <laughs> relationship goals, she and, and there were a lot of men also, which kind of made me cringe. Mm-hmm. Was like, she, "That's that's a real ride or die." Like, <laughs> oh my god, like, man! Like, but but they also like. I'm sorry, men also have this. Like that person who's always gonna be there regardless of what I do. Like I know that's that's my you know that's my that's my ride that's my boo. And it's, it's, I, I was gonna say I think some of the women or a lot of the women who commented on that who were um, who are who are praising this I think a lot of them may have been are, are or are currently in troublesome relationships and it gave them some hope. 
And maybe around. in the, yeah, like if I pray because this is ex- like her situation she is extreme. To God and he got arrested, and then he turned. Like, yeah, it's like extreme. Like he, yo, he escaped from jail. He was a wanted man. Yo, FBI came busting in this dude's house and arrested him. What's your real name? You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> women, love. women who are no, not dealing with your real this, name, they're like, oh, there's hope. Like maybe he can change. But like after the gr- doing the 20 year gr- bid, yeah, to the girl that. You know, he disrespects you every day. <clears throat> he calls you when he wants to. Like I heard this uh, the other day. His indecision, his 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 lack lackadaisical ways with you in the relationship is his decision. That's mm-hmm. that's how he For sure. that's mm-hmm. how he knows to treat you. That's how he's going to continue to treat you. So it's like, yo, it's time to go. It's time to go. But I'm talking I mean, to somebody right now. I mean, just like <laughs> just like Rico said, right? The standards is, is pretty low back then, right? Uh, marital counseling, right? That that was unheard of back then. Who was giving marital counseling back then? You know, I was thinking about it just now because you said it right. I think our generation of men and Wendy, forgive me here, be like, we got it hard, fellas. Yeah, y'all have it hard. I am not gonna minimize <laughs> the things that men, especially men of color, let me just clarify because I, I really don't want our audience to think that I'm trying to like. Minimize ourselves on our back. Yeah, or minimize women. Here's what I mean by we have it hard. Our dads, the previous generation, Mm -hmm. were interacting with women who understood there's a short list of things as a man I'm going to provide for you. If I'm providing those things, get out my face. Right? Mm -hmm. We were raised by those men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We idolized those men. The music we listened to um, elevated those men. Not for nothing. Shoop and different things like that, those songs. They're not rapping about Bill Cosby in those songs, <laughs> nah. right? Yeah. Like if we're keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So now us, we're like, okay, well, get money, wear the right cologne, have the right car. Mm-hmm. What else is there to being a man? You jump cut to now when women are like, oh, these 17 things is what it takes to be a good man. Yeah. Plus and more. it's like, oh, man, like. I got six. I got like six of those things. I don't have <laughs> 17 different traits. Right? And the women we're, we're, we're dealing with are like, well, figure it out. Because mm. you got 18 months, homie. Yeah. And but, it's like. Um, when you think about it that way, it opens the door for polygamy. Because if she accepts my six and the other uh, one you accepts just, the other six. Romeric <laughs> does not. I'm you? just saying. Romeric. That's 12. To be clear, Romeric is not approve that message. Yo. I did not approve that message. Positions being message. uttered at this time. <laughs> Do not reflect the whole podcast. Not at all. I, oh, I'm I'm just not saying. I do not co-sign on this. All my silence is intentional. <laughs> there are people who are in monogamous married relationships whose spouses are going to hear this, so enjoy the hey, ride home. Hey, hey, I don't know. love you, babe. Hey, I don't know. Hey, what it does you, if he ain't treating you right, it's time to go. I don't yeah. know what he talking about. It's time about. to go. But, you know, but back to what I was saying. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just, it, it, and it becomes difficult because mm-hmm. now, you know, we are now raising men, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we now can look our, look our sons in the eye and be like, look, um, it's not okay to, uh, you know, disrespect a woman. It's not okay yeah. to use certain words. Um, I don't care how upset she makes you. It's not okay to do this. Yeah. It's not okay to do For that. Sure. It's important yeah. to express yourself and different things like that. For sure. These are conversations I can tell you. I definitively didn't have it with a single no. adult man in my life. No, like, never. That never happened because, again, the thing was like, yo, get a good job, yeah. be a provider, she'll get out your face. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, And now women are saying, no, it takes a lot more. Yeah, we got tricked. That. 
Right. And, and, we got and, tricked, and, guys. Bamboozled. You know, it's, it's hard <laughs> yeah. because again, yeah. Um, you know the 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 because you can see their their reactions to different things on social yep. media and different things like that, and you go. Oh, that's not cool anymore. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Because, I gotta switch it up now. Right. I'm, not, I'm yeah. definitely not gonna say that my parents were perfect, but I definitely did see a different marital dynamic in my household. My father cooked, he cleaned, he helped out, he did our hair when necessary, he got us ready for school. Like you know, beat us when necessary for disciplinary purposes. <laughs> we got discipline when necessary, right? But you know, he he was also a good partner. He saw my mother's needs i've you know i saw that in various examples and so that was always my mind frame and my expectant yeah towards my expectation towards you know a potential spouse Mm -hmm. however there's a lot of conversations my mother and i did not have but those are things that i eventually had to figure out in life it did not take me you know 30 40 years to figure those things out as well and i'm not saying like yeah slow but Mm. you know i think we didn't have that only go so far where does hmm, a few women are not okay with this or this doesn't seem right maybe i should change like when where's the responsibility on changing yourself for yourself like where does that come expectations though right if you have those expectations that you're not going to accept the scumbaggery then yeah i can't be a scumbag because she wants a lot more than you know what you just said is exactly what was in my head wendy's making a great point Mm -hmm. right women by the thousands by the millions are letting you know hey verbally this isn't acceptable this is not relationship goals different things like that the problem is we're simple creatures Mm -hmm. and in real life we see who gets women. Mm-hmm. But I add, not, on to, I add on to this, though. The expectations <laughs> that they have don't match their action, actions. Oh, Lord. What do you mean? <laughs> I said what I said. What do you mean? <laughs> this, is, this is not going to be one I of those. I said what I said. Well, the guys know what I mean. Bro, I'm here so I won't all, get fined. All I got to say is I said what I said. Yo, yeah. bro, it's, the, it's factual. What, what does bro, that mean? Bro, listen. Please guys are attracted to what you sell, you, what you sell right? What you're selling, guys is going to go for it, right? If you are serious, guys don't really rock with you like that. And if they do, they'll give you a trial period and then they'll leave you alone because they know you're serious. But if you're a type of person that you're saying you have a righteous list, but you live like love and hip hop, I don't want to hear nothing from you. Oh, oh well, Lord. Well, well yeah. th- these, are, these things are true. Yeah. Because these you have are- 30 plus women that act like they're 19. Yo, cue yeah. the organ on that yeah, one. Right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, it, it's it, because, and it's vice versa. Uh, yeah, absolutely, men absolutely, as well. Absolutely, but women for some it, reason they they they're, it's, it's, they're uh, exempt from that stuff. It's a lot of men out but, there looking for queens, but they act like clowns. Right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. but but what I was touching on before, where it's like you're right, Wendy. How long does it take for um a generation of men to learn to behave differently and different things like that? The answer to your question is actually pretty quick. Um, we catching up. No, no, and and here's what I mean by that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, a few years ago, y'all remember Pharrell wore like a really stupid mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, big hat. Curious George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like a handful of women seemed to find it attractive. Then Future wore one that whatever, whatever. Then like, Future took it to the next level. Then then you go With to a bottle like, of lean. You go to like um uh to All Star Weekend. Yeah, and. This ridiculous hat is on like everybody. Many, many people. Tom and Jerry now. <laughs> what happened? Joe Budden doing what the happened? thing too. You think dudes saw this 
goofy hat on Pharrell and was like, I'm going to wear that? No. No. Dude saw this goofy hat on Pharrell. Then they saw women have a positive reaction yep. to this goofy hat. Yep. And we're like, you know what I'm going to get? <laughs> Looking like Kung Lao out here. I'm going <laughs> to wear this goofy hat. Yeah. yeah. Right? And yeah. bag them. And again, that, we're, we're very simple creatures, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> yes, y'all are verbally saying you want Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Future has 11 baby moms. Yes. yes preach. Right? Yeah. One of them being. Oh! <laughs> it hit him. Oh! It hit him. It hit him. <laughs> It hit him. It hit him. Man. Go get the white blanket. Yo. One of his baby moms is Russell Wilson's wife. Right? Mm. Word, right? Go see, mm. see, go see, see, go. To be clear, right? Mm. My Jesus. position isn't um because well, well, I aspire well. to be Russell Wilson. Hey. I aspire to be that. I can't but get that I'm hair texture. Like I'm also like a 30-something-year-old man. Like, I'm very old and washed. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know if my 20-year-old version of myself would aspire to be Russell Wilson. No. Because no. he no. don't got as many baby moms nah, or nah, cars nah. as... No. <laughs> and it's not as appealing. <laughs> right? Now, my adult man says, no, the person with more money, a better life, and yada, yada, I blah, blah, blah. I wonder what his sure. monthly child support bill is like, 11 <laughs> They don't talk about that. Thinking about this like an adult. That's under wraps. Yeah, exactly. That's about this as an adult. That's under wraps. Woman, people don't see the child support Um, payments. I think the twenty-year-old, nineteen-year-old version of all of us going. I want to be Russell Wilson. I want to be future. Future. Yeah. Yo. um, It it becomes different for sure. To to like wrap the point up. Um, me and my wife, we met at a club called Work That Twerk That. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know. So what is work? San Diego, California, baby, eighteen and up. You heard? Um, But honestly, right? That's what we meant at. Mm -hmm. But expectations. Mm -hmm. She took me to church after that, Mm. so I knew she wasn't a woman I'm just gonna be able to play around with. That's Mm. God's daughter, Mm. so I gotta treat her like God's daughter, whether I'm a scumbag or not. Right? I know enough not to mess with him, but that was her expectation, right? That's cool. We met in the club. I'm a church girl, and you're going to church with me on Sunday. Oh, Either you with it or you're not with it. That's mm. right, Ab. That's my sister. That's good. Mm. That's it. That's good, yo. Righteous and ratchet. Yeah, so <laughs> you need to... So here's a quick... If I could wrap all those points up into one thing, is like you need to teach people how to treat you. Yes, Facts. yes. You got to teach people how to treat you and let them know quick and early. And be brave enough to walk away if the ish don't stop. Yeah, most definitely. Don't wait 20 years on your knees. Fasting and praying for a man to pray women. But we must agree, it, it sounds easy. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds easy. Very easy. But when you have an attachment to someone, you've yeah. invested so much into this person, you've mm-hmm. spent years with them, why am I going to end this now? Yeah. When it turns into five, you know? turns into seven, exactly. turns into yeah. 15. You, yeah. instead, of, instead of, you know, your goal was to get married, but you settle for just, like, you know, living with him, and you're cool with... Yeah, you you cool with that. Like, you know, your goals have sort of... You know, if you're if he's causing you, if he or she's causing you to lower your standards mm-hmm. to something that you didn't want in the first place, especially yeah. if it goes against your core values yeah. or your faith or whatever, it's time to kind of go through a like a mental audit Word. of what you're doing with your life. And man, be like Russell Wilson, not future. Yeah. Big <laughs> facts. Yeah, big, big facts. Says the guy with locks, right? Like, <laughs> um, uh, quick transition. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, let me just look up his government name as well. Bashar. Uh, a young man was murdered um, in a home invasion in California. Um, his name, his stage name was Pop Smoke. Um, 
and he died, like I said, in a home invasion. He was he got assassinated. He, well, again, I'm yeah. gonna wait for the for the official information to be out there. But yeah. um, of course, his name is super difficult to pronounce. Bashar. His government name. His government name is Bashar Baraka Jackson. Um, he was in California, judging by the Instagram lives and various posts, enjoying himself. Um, apparently, four uh, masked men. Uh, are shown to walk up to the home. They walk around back. One person enters. Three people come out the front, uh, walk around the front. Um, a few moments pass. One person walks out of the front of the home. They all leave. And uh, Pop Smoke is tragically murdered. Um, the reason I'm bringing it up now is because we touched on it briefly uh, during the last episode. and. Um, the conversation kind of continued off mic. And one of the things we were remarking upon is how unremarkable this murder was. Yeah. Um, granted, Pop Smoke is not necessarily somebody who's internationally known. He hasn't had a super long career or any of those things. But what I was really struck by, including myself, was um, <laughs> I always think of Cameron again in um, Paid in Full, where he's like, yo, people die every day. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is um, kind of a dismissive, and I'm I'm realizing it's probably a coping mechanism we all have yep. um, to the reaction of people's uh, demise. And so, you know, I just wanted to kind of touch on um, the normalization of a uh, black genocide, right? Mm -hmm. um, just in the sense of we went from a place in which um, there were marches and um, people screaming and, and protesting in the streets um, for the violence in rap music and increasing the peace and all of these different things to fast forward to now where it's kind of like, um, you know, the the murder of a 20-year-old, um, you know, rapper is kind of like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> move on. You know, so, you know, I just wanted to <clears throat> remark on that for a little bit. Uh, one of the, you know, we... Well, you know, we scream, and I hope this doesn't turn the conversation, but, you know, we scream, you know, uh, our, our black men are getting gunned down, you know, because of racial situations. And so the pushback on that from the other side is that, well, you guys kill each other all the time, yeah. which I think is a stupid argument. Yeah. And um, uh, one of my one of my clapbacks to that, if anyone has that thought process or anyone feels that way, it's like, oh, well, you guys... They, they kill each other with gang violence and all this stuff all the time. Their music is violence-ridden. And, and so what I would say to that is that we talk about our own killing our own. It's just we don't have that, uh, we don't have that conversation publicly yeah. necessarily. We talk about that in our barbershops. Yeah. We talk about that in our homes. And we, we, we talk about that in our podcasts yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that are geared towards those topics. Real quick, I was going to say there's a saying in Creole that said uh, – Lave rad sal under Kaila, meaning you wash your dirty clothes in house. And so I feel like a lot of black issues, we handle them in house. We don't mm. talk about it in public. Mm. But, you know, this, this whole black on black crime kind of, it, I feel like it just came about to give 
people justification to continue to kill black people because of course more black people kill white people because <clears throat> more white people i'm sorry more black people kill black people because more white people kill white people more asians kill asians because exactly. that's who exactly. you're around proximity. so it's not like this thing this crisis of black on black crime it's a myth if you look at the statistics of who kills each other within <clears throat> racial um, demographics, you're going to find more white people kill white people, more yeah. black people kill black people. That's yeah. just because that's who you're around. Exactly. So this, this, like, we don't want our people to kill each other. I'm not no. justifying black on black crime, but but black if you kill us, we gonna say something, right? Because because <laughs> a lot of times because there's, it, no there's, reason a, there's a history a historical connection to it. But you know, um, it this this kind of goes from our prior conversation when Rico was like, you know. Men in this country, black men, go through a lot daily. Like, I pray for our men very often. It's a burden. Like, I, if y'all get pulled over, there's a chance y'all not coming home. Like, it's the littlest things, right? If someone finds you threatening and they kill you, there's a chance they can get off, yeah. right? There is this genocide culture still of black men in this country that, you know, I'm sitting amongst a, a bunch of men. And, you know, I do want to say that we as, you know, your women are fully aware and pray for y'all, have your back, because we are also scared for you all um, daily. There's, unfortunately, it's not only just black people killing black people, right? There's a lot of white people killing black people unjustifiably that when it's broadcast so frequently right police shooting police shooting police shooting in 2015 alone there was like 1500 maybe black men killed by police right. alone yeah alone just black men killed by police Sounds i look like at the statistics Egypt for the, me, baby. Uh, the dem uh, demographics because i didn't really care but yeah uh i was i had a I had a train of thought that I was going with, but I was going to say um, when it comes to uh, the killing of black men, I feel like the more, you know, for example, 9-11 World Trade Center, like when it when the towers came down, I remember me and my brother watched the news for four straight days. That's all we watched. We came home from school. We watched the news on going to bed. We watched the news. Waking up in the morning before school, we watched. That's everything we watched for four straight days. And it was just a continuous loop of the towers going down, the planes getting hit, and the towers going down. It was just like, uh, it was just so real. Mm -hmm. And you ain't, like, you're used to seeing stuff like that in movies, and you connect that to your mind. Oh, this is fictional, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this was real. Really happened. Yeah. And, and so I feel like the normalization comes across that way is because, like, these, these things are going viral now. Where you literally, and like the mechanism in social media videos now is when the, it's either a long video of like an eight second clip where it just replays over and over for that whole minute. Or as soon as the video ends, it just cuts back and plays again. So you're looping videos of men, people watching it every day. People see this all the time. Like a man getting gunned down by the police officers who doesn't have a weapon or mm -hmm. who, who's running away and he's getting gunned down, or uh, one who's mentally ill is laying on the street, and he gets shot at, 
mm-hmm. with no weapon in his hand. It's like once you get these continuous loops of these things happening, it there's there's it's going to happen that you become desensitized to it. And it's amazing to me how that has changed because um, seeing things on the news initially is what pushed the civil rights movement ahead because um, a lot of people were kind of unaware of um, like the the whole spraying and the police beating, you mm-hmm. know, the people protesting until the news started broadcasting it. And with this broadcast, people kind of became a little appalled. Right. Like these people ain't doing, they're not doing mm-hmm. anything. And you're sitting here setting dogs on them and, mm-hmm. you know, spraying hoses at them. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of helped push the movement forward. But now with all of this um, news, we're, we're, we're receiving all of this information now it's desensitizing us. Like even unfortunately school shootings. When I hear about another school shooting, unfortunately I'm just like, oh, another, another one, an, an, another one. Yeah. And I feel like that has become the case with black men. Yes. Like when um, videoing police stops first started, people mm. were like outrage, and I was just like, oh, another video. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to yeah. sneak off after this because I'm an excellent father who has to go get his daughter. That's cool. Um, so, for example. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I did want to uh, get this thought out there, which is, um, you know, s- specifically when it comes to our murders, and by the way, um, granted, the videos are usually more graphic of um, black men being murdered, but are um black women are being disrespected publicly like all the time yeah yeah um these are facts. that becomes normal as well yeah and that's the thing i wanted to highlight right like the fact that the matter is you know <clears throat> um and and we kind of touched us touched on this on the last episode when it came to the black history month and different things like that which is to say um the reason it matters more to me than another um ethnicity is because I have that I am part of that ethnicity right and so you know um I just want us to make sure that we do not become um accepting of the the loss of a 20 year old or yeah granted I understand that there are murders that happen all the time in every different way and different things like that but it can't be that your reaction to tomorrow's weather and the the loss of a life are exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah. Um, so you know that is the thing yeah. that was most disturbing. And again, guilty. I was guilty of it as well, um, where I had to go back and be like, "Wait, how old was he?" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he was yeah. born in 1999. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a baby. Man. He's a baby man. Yeah. yeah. That these are these are true. And so, yeah, we, we're definitely getting way too used to, way too uh, acclimated to this narrative. And it, and it's something that definitely needs to, like, you know, I'm hoping that we reach a point where, like, get, like being part of a gang gets played out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like it's just something that doesn't, you like. Know, you I, know how that happens? As soon as women find gang members less attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on that yeah. Note, yeah. it's true very it, true it's true that's true right there not listen y'all not gonna listen Yo, i don't it's think you're talking to somebody about this the other day culture. no not okay. even not even gang culture, thug you guys, culture that's you like, kind of um, it's, 
Y'all run no everything, way. man. Y'all control Not, things. I, like, <laughs> if you guys don't even understand how much, maybe you do, but yeah. you ladies have a lot of power. power. Yep. A lot of power. Ladies, for, we are now responsible for control. gang culture. It, it like it it starts wars, it ends wars. Mm-hmm. But I feel like gang, like gang culture, gang violence. I feel like it's like soap operas. Like yeah. I feel like soap operas should have ended. Like the, the 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 way TV is run now, it's like nobody should be watching soap operas anymore. Like we have so many other word, options. Word, word. It's like we have so many other options in the black community other than gang violence. Well. Let me not be in. That's a little insensitive. There may be people who feel like this is their only way. But wait, way. understand but still, that like, gangs came into purpose to for a positive them. reason. For a yes. positive, for a positive reason. reason. Yes. For a positive yes. reason. Yes. Yeah. These are true. However, listen, you can call it the conspiracy um, theorist in me, but Which you I know, at one point. <laughs> It changed. Yes. Right. At one point, they were dropping shipments of guns yes. and leaving it yes. in cities. In the middle. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so. Yeah. They they distributed crack you, to the hoods exactly. in the eighties. Yeah. These are true. And so Strategically. It, yeah. It's it's this toxic cycle. Egypt. Of wanting to see yeah. us failing, Pro- probably them wondering like. Yo, why ain't them itches like like why are they still here? Yeah, like yeah. we did everything. Yeah. Like what what else? I'm glad you said that because when you said Egypt, like. In the scriptures, it speaks on the fact that, like you know, after the after the Hebrews moved to to Egypt to to escape the famine, mm-hmm. they just multiplied and multiplied. And when the new Pharaoh came in, he was starting to get like scared, like kind of like, "Yo, these people are multiplying. Yep. Let's yeah. put them. Let's 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 enslave them. Yeah. And the more they worked and the more they labored them, the more they multiplied. Yeah, yeah. And sure. and that and I feel like that's I feel like that's us to a T with the black community. It's like you could spray us. You could, you could, you could uh, gun us down on video. Keep yeah. destroying that, our cities. And, keep, and like dropping bombs where we are yep. and all this stuff. And like all we going to do is just have more babies. <laughs> we will have more babies, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna dominate your sports culture. We're gonna dominate your music culture. We're gonna dominate your 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 pol- political culture. Like we're every, it's like we're everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We 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 don't we don't die that easily. We don't die. We multiply. Yeah, <laughs> you y'all y'all can multiply, but without vision, you're just another person. People just Very dead, true. You know what I mean? Because at the end I of the day, that's what the we Hebrews were. The were. people of before, like the people who brought forth the civil rights movement. Yeah. we have fallen so far from. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I know mm-hmm. everybody wasn't up for this boycott and mm-hmm. marching and stuff. There are people who are like, nah, I don't nah, got I'm nothing to do to work. with But it was yeah. good yeah. enough for it, yeah. for it to become history. Exactly. Yeah. However, yeah. there were enough. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's enough of us unified at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much. I, I, I definitely Too many options now yeah, as well. There's, there's a lot yeah. of options now. Like and a lot, a lot of, of opinions. Yeah. There's so much. A lot of there's, there's so many other things that are catching our attention other than this. It's easily. You could. Yo, you could easily live in this country and not know a thing about what's going on in this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because people don't watch the news. You're like, I, I ask certain young people sometimes about certain issues. They'll be like, what? what, Like, what's that? Exactly. And they have yeah. no idea, like, yeah. what's going on in this country. And they don't certain, care to know, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, they don't care to know. You know, they, they, they're trying to be the next... But I mean, to be honest, like I went through a phase where I couldn't watch the news anymore. No, it was just so depressing. Like I couldn't like watch any serious videos on social media. Like Mm -hmm. I needed to detox and cleanse Mm -hmm. from it. I just felt like I, even now, like I, it's not as bad as before. But when I would see 
like um, a police stop video, I would get anxiety. Like mm. my chest would get tight. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it. Like, yeah. and I couldn't. I remember something major, maybe in 2017, 2018, maybe a person shot a cop or something. Mm. But I legit was so afraid thinking that like they were going to storm in and start pulling black men out of their homes and killing yeah. them. That's now, what this happened is in the Greenwood community me. in Oklahoma. Like, exactly you know, three, three years ago. Community. Did not know that's that. exactly what they did. Yeah. I would sit on the couch and not move until my husband came home. Wow. Like I, I was frozen in fear yeah. of what is going to happen yeah. like to my husband, to my father, to my brothers, like, you know, to my brother-in-laws, my cousins, like right. all, all the black men that I love, like, you know, because this world is targeting us mm-hmm. and especially you guys, because they look, they are smart enough to understand that without the backbone of they, I feel like they big up the woman to, um, perpetuate this jealousy and feeling of disgust Mm. from men Mm. because they truly know that without you guys, like Mm. we will cease to exist. Like I'm, I'm not with that. I don't need them yet. Like we need our black men. We need our leaders. We need y'all to guide, to support us. Um, And they, they, they understand that, which is why they, they're incarcerated for stupid things. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my coworker and there was a, um, a a young man who presented to the hospital and part of our evaluation is um, looking at any criminal records um, for, 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 for various reasons. And um, he, he had like, he was arrested. I think he said for like a gun charge. He did admit that. Mm. And so she went and did the search. She was like, Oh, he has. She, and, she, he, he, and he was like, in prison for a long time, that was a thing. And she was like, it has to be more than a gun charge. And I was like, no, black men get large amounts of time in jail for little things. And she kind of went on, she took it upon herself to go down this rabbit hole Mm -hmm. of finding, she was like, oh, no, I was right. It was more than a gun charge. And I was like, "Look, look at all those charges one by one. And it was a gun charge, but then he got pulled over for driving on a suspended license. And then like it was little things that started with this one, you know, okay, you have a gun, but people carry guns. Like, you know, what what happened to live free or die isn't that, right? And so he, he ended up with this felony because of lots of violation of parole, yeah. right? Which is how our men get caught up in this system, yeah, yeah. Like right? The Meek Mill situation. They yep. have yep. a drug charge Pop for a Willie. little stupid thing, and then they get caught driving when on a suspended license. People or jaywalking, suspended, yeah, right? Jay-walking, and, yo, yeah. and it's a violation, a violation, a violation, and then it's a felony, yeah. right? And so that's why there are unfortunately so many of us locked up in this system part of this genocide yeah um i might even say genocide culture it's a straight genocide they yeah. they try and and, yeah. and to like when we talk about genocide i look at it on a not just a physical level i was about to but say like that too. putting a 20 year old in jail for like robbing a corner store and you he gets like 30 years that's black that genocide too like yeah. you literally taking this man's life away yeah like you know how many people are you know how many people are getting liberated out of jail for something that they didn't do like yeah. that like if you ever heard of the innocence the the yeah, innocent the project, project. Mm-hmm. like 
it's like that's genocide too. But it's I like also, just putting people away for nothing. Like, I also feel like these videos, watching these police officers kill us and getting off is also part of the emotional mental genocide. Like yeah. they yeah. can do whatever they want to me and, and that's yeah. part of happen. how like we would the, the origin of this conversation, the black man got killed, young black dude got killed and nobody really cared about it because we know how that goes. Whether yeah. uh whatever. It's gonna happen again. Yeah. When a cop kills somebody, uh he got off. You don't see people go too crazy no more. I mean, you no. see Facebook go crazy, but yeah. all right, that's cool. That's what they normally do anyways. Yeah. 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 Protest on social media instead of protesting. Well, that's like, the thing. Physically, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, everything is intensified on social media, but when you get out into the real world, it's just like, all right, I got to get to work. I got to, sure. you know? And and so it's, it's something that you shouldn't be used to. It's something that you shouldn't get acclimated to because um, we have sons, we have daughters, we have... We have brothers, we have uncles, fathers, all these things uh, that are connected to us. And we don't want to see any of them go down for something that's so trivial as far as yeah. a, a police stop or someone felt their life was in danger. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And so once... I felt threatened. Yeah. once now those damn business. <laughs> once, those, once those images of us... Me, and come those, here. Let me threaten you. <laughs> one of the, once those perceptions of us uh, get... Uh, cleanse in a sense things may get a little better but when somebody hates you they hate you That's yeah. all. of course but i mean you Don't know for any reason it's it's up to us yeah primarily it's yeah, up to us. Do for us um with death there's life right yeah you know just like the bible says there's a time for everything mm. right so if we're seeing all of this and guys that are of age that have some type of maturity or women that are of age that have that maturity um it's time to do stuff. Break the cycle. It's time yeah. to break the cycle. It's time to be vocal. We definitely do. Um, not about stupid shows that they don't do anything for you, yeah. but about things that could impact uh, the 13-year-old girl that's looking at your story that you don't think she's looking at your story. Right. Or the 12-year-old kid, that 12-year-old boy that's looking at our stories mm -hmm. to see if you're smoking, living it up. Right popping perks mm -hmm. and all of that mm -hmm. stuff and that's what they feel that's that cool that that you know what i mean so um it's our duty um it is our duty to um change the narrative it's our duty most definitely i think that we can end it off for sure yeah right there 100 thank you for listening click the subscribe click that bell we've got more for you we got more episodes for you this is beyond the walls signing off Shout it.